It's August 18th, 2021, Wednesday. Hope you're having a good Wednesday morning, evening, or afternoon. Um, this is the Kid Lori. Stay. I do the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay I get drunk, wake up, I'm wasted still I realize the time that I wasted I feel like you can't feel the way y'all feel I'll be fucked up if you can't be right here Oh, 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 oh. I'll be fucked up if you can't be right Those bitches can't party, 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 what you came for? When the shit goes down, 
up, bitch, I'm from the city I'm Liddy Diamond, Shrippy, eat my pussy, that's a quick I'm twerking pussy, popping like a Cuban bitch at Tootsie I'm a city girl, y'all bitches, it's some hooch Don't stop, pop that, pop that pussy on some loop shit Fuck all of that cute shit, break it down for that loop, bitch Uh, twerk, twerk, like that paper straight, I'ma twerk, like And after hours, we work, like Bad bitches on the paper Shows made three million a week. You are now looking at the best elite. Too bad you can't go and invest in fatigue. I'm picking fatigue, tell them quick, pick a seat. I pull up in a ghost, no, she's trick or treat. I know they want me, but I don't give a F though. Bad attitude, but my f is the best though. Never see me. I push a Lamborghini, choke your magic like Houdini. My body shaped like genie, booty dreamy, waist is teeny. Yes, I told him to get titles, so he's dreamy when he leave me. I go hard in the booth, Ricky Vibes, give me the loot. I'm a classy millionaire, bitches ain't got the coof. C O U T H, cause you can't spell it either. If I call him, then he coming home, running Derek Jeter. Bitches must be eating ass because I swear to bottom feed us. Oh, you know that you my son, I should've scrapped you as a feed us. All these bitches rocking inches cause they follow in the leader. Switch it up on hoes and rock an afro like Lupita's I don't keep up with the Joneses, but I do know Captain Zita I'm with Candace, T.T. Timby, and Viola, me amiga Red bitches, they gotta check in with the queen I'm the alpha, the omega, everything in between Once upon a time, and I heard that I was ugly Came from a bitch, who nigga wanna fuck on me? I said my face bomb, ass tight, racks stuck on Shaq Hate jury on me, flashlight, I've been listening Take a 
10, you a two. He be blowing me up like a fucking balloon. I just tell him, give me space like the man on the moon. You know that I'm the best. Is that why you depressed? Say you getting a check or you be fronting like breasts. I look good for myself. I got no one to impress. You better ask your GPS. I ain't the one to address, little bitch. Big bag, bustin' not the belly band. Take a man, Balenciaga brought it back and all these bitches fuck. It's big bags, bustin' not the belly band. Take a man, working back, body back and all you bitches fuck. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuff. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuff. Huh, up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's stuck. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Look, gotta play it safe, huh? No face, no case.
Welcome to your, my podcast. I'm your host, Nicolai Sinclair. Today with us, we have a special guest. Her name is Amy. Welcome, Amy. And also, um, it's Wednesday. Hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. Hi. This podcast is a very special episode, and our episode topic is going to be relationships. So, okay. Amy. Okay. So, we both can attest to guys. Guys play games. A lot of games, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so tell me a story about when a guy, um, you know, played with your emotions. Uh, I have so many. (laughs) 
I feel like guys sometimes hype themselves up and they do everything to try to impress a girl um, to get them to sleep with them or to date them, but most of the time sleep with them. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, try to impress them with their vehicle, money, um, trips, things like that. But I'm currently talking to a guy, and I I like him so mm-hmm. far. I have not met him. Mm-hmm. Um, he started off wishing me happy birthday on Facebook, and then it kind of went from there, and we just started talking. I just don't know if he's all about me or not yet. Um, we haven't met, so he could be talking to some other people. But he's already talking about going on a vacation with me to Bali. Oh my and, god. Yeah, so he said that he was going with his brother during COVID and it got canceled. So he's wanting to go when everything's reopened, but his brother's in nursing school and can't go. So he's asking me, but he hasn't met me yet. So I just I think it's slightly strange. And we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. You've given me a million 
crazy And I couldn't do it if I stood where you stood I'm hard to love, hard to love And you say that you need me I don't deserve it but I love that you love me
back and forth over the past week like he seems legit but I've just had so many past experiences where I've been hyped up over a guy and he seems legit and we meet and like things go great and then they get what they want and then they stop talking to you so I have a tendency to to kind of give up all the good <laughs> in the beginning sort of speak <laughs> yeah Yes, and uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. So, like, I don't, what, what can people do? What do you think people can do, like, to, like, keep a guy interested? I think that's, I think, I think that's probably, like, you know, why people, you know, might, might, you know, sleep with someone. Because you want to make sure the person knows that you care, you know? And then. Right. So you, you give up the goods, quote, quote, and then the guy leaves lots of times the guy will just you know that they got that so they're like you know <laughs> and they move on to the next one what's what's, the, what's that name you call you call them the tinder what, what do you call them it's the guys on tinder that hook up with people and they they tell you that they care but they really don't um, tinder the tinder and bumble people yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah um they're just flaky, I guess. Like yeah, they're they're flaky, and it's like you know, I don't know. I feel like this guy that you're you're wanting to go on a date with, and he's like, I feel like this this is what I read a book and it said this: this is, if a guy is willing to invest his money in you, then he cares, because people don't like to spend money. On people, people just don't. People are selfishly wired. I think so. I think if the right. guy's going, I did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did that with my ex-boyfriend, and um, I was like, okay, well, if the sex doesn't keep him around, or me looking pretty, or being smart, then oh, I'll just fool him, and mm-hmm. I'll take him to get a massage. I'll take him to get a pedicure. I'll take him to football games, and. I guess they just start getting used to that and they feel like they don't have to do anything for you. Um, except, you know, maybe just take you out to dinner every now and then, but it's not, I guess it's it's not about money. It's just about the thought. Like he could literally pick up some flowers off the side of the road and that would be thoughtful. Like, yeah, it's that- not in comparison of a, um, you know, massage that I took him to at a day spa, but it's the thought that counts. 
and yeah. that he thought to pick me flowers or go by the store and buy me flowers um, or my favorite candy or anything like that. It's the thought that yeah. counts, and I never got that. And I think he knew that, um, that he didn't have to, that, oh, well, she's going to continue to do things for me and buy me things without me um, doing the same in return. Um because so even for like, I'm sorry, I wasn't. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, even for Valentine's Day, um, which we ne- we didn't celebrate my birthday during our relationship or his birthday, but like Valentine's Day, you know, I didn't get anything. I mean, we went to eat. Um, I bought him something, but I didn't get anything. But you know, it could have been something cheap, but exactly. even from the dollar, dollar Tree, it's just the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't like nice things, and if he did put money into it, that would seem even more special. But, um, you know, even if it was something just um, anything, really, um but I tend to do more for people than they do for me and, you know, like cook for them and um, just, you know, whatever they need. And then they realize, okay, well, I don't have to do anything for her. And then same with like, you know, giving up the goods the first night. Oh, okay. Well, that was easy. Like, and I feel like guys like a challenge. So, they they do, but I feel like it's, it's confusing because if you try to like, if you try to like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a hard thing for you to try to be a robot to try to like make the relationship work. You know, I think mm-hmm. if, if you're if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play hard to get, and then you're gonna play hard to get, and then when you give in, he wins because then you're you you were playing this game and then now he you gave in and he's like well now I'm way ready to move on to the next girl and then you were you mm-hmm. actually and then he he was like okay that was it and then like you were you even tried really hard and it's not it's stuck you got some guys right I already put in my time and effort drove out of my way like I've driven out of my way for guys um cooked food brought the food there to their place. Um, you know, not necessarily like spend a lot of money, but it was time and effort. And yeah. I didn't get that effort in return. Mm-hmm. So with this new guy, I probably need to tread a little lightly and just learn my lesson from other experiences yeah. and not um, be gullible either. Um especially um, with me having a new breakup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah, no, no, I get that. But how do you – okay, have you ever dated a player? Yes. How do you How do you know? Like, how do you, how do you know a guy's a player? Like, what are the signs? Um, I guess coming on too strong – um, maybe not through the messaging, but once you meet them and they just come on too strong and they're 
leaning over to kiss you when you're not ready to be kissed. Um, maybe, like, you see their phone being blown up. Um, I mean, there's there's a few different signs. I mean, sometimes you don't see them till later, till you stop talking to them and you get back on the dating site and you're like, okay, well, yeah, they're back on here, too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, I think that's a, a big sign, probably, <laughs> when they're in the dating app. Yeah. Mhm. What about? Or like, you're not on it anymore, and your friend sees them on there, and you're like, oh, well, that guy you were seeing, they're back on the <laughs> dating site. Exactly. You're like, oh wow. Um. But you know, you just feel like you're in the rotation. Exactly, and it, yeah. And then you got, and then you got to get back out there. And then when you get back out there, the same stuff sort of. I mean, do you, do you think it's better to like to just meet people in person? Versus... I think so. I mean, I, the last guy I dated, I met in person, and things were fine until the end. And then the end, there's still well, question well, whether he cheated on me or not. What happened? But you don't, you don't have to use names. Think what happened. Um. Things were good between us, but I think maybe he possibly cheated on me and got a taste of someone else and thought, okay, well, um, don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Um, I've been holding it together for a little while, and maybe he didn't want to continue to cheat on me and wanted to be single and do it. Mm-hmm. I I just I I think I think I don't know I feel like if you're not happy with someone why why or if you don't want to be why would why would you just leave you know why, why like leave someone like for so many some you know such a long period of time you know yeah I think he was happy in the beginning and in the middle but like the last month before we broke up. I think he was happy, but not 100%. Like, he was starting to veer off a little bit. Maybe, like, started to get a taste of other girls. Like, his job, he had the same job, but the thing that he did at his job changed. And that's when I kind of noticed a little bit of a change in him. Um, Did he ever say, like, certain words to you? And then, like, stop saying them to you? And then you yes, just he stopped saying he loved me um, the last month. And we had a conversation about it. And his reasoning wasn't even, it didn't make sense. He just said, well, in the beginning, I didn't want anything serious. And then you came along, and now we're in something serious. So that's still not really a reason to say, not say you love me anymore. Um, but we continued, you know, that month doing what we normally do and spending time together, um, alone, spending time with friends. I mean, things seemed to be pretty normal up until, um, really the day he broke up with me. (laughs) So, um, but I mean, he told me I was amazing, but Mm -hmm. yet 
he couldn't be with me, but it never really gave me a legit reason. That, that doesn't even make so, sense. Yeah, but he's moved on pretty quickly after me, so. I said that, 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 that's the thing I think is so weird, too. Like, like, you know, the person I was talking to, remember the advice you gave me? Remember I told you what happened? Well, I'll tell yes. the, I'll talk, so I was talking to someone, and um, they seemed pretty nice, but they wouldn't tell me, like, about, where, like, their job, where they worked, what they did fully. Mm-hmm. They said they were law enforcement. I asked, are you a police officer? He never told me. And then I said, um, I asked him where he was from. He never told me. He told me he can only message me between, at 1 o'clock in the morning because of his job. He couldn't have his phone. But you did as a police officer, so you know that's not true. But I, he said oh, he was yeah. law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was law enforcement, so I didn't. I don't. I didn't know the roles. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I've never been a law enforcement officer, so I don't know. But so, like, I was like, okay, I guess that's normal. I guess I'll just message him at one o'clock in the morning every night, and then he would come over at two, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I just thought. I thought that was probably like the normal thing. I guess I was like, I guess he'll come at two o'clock in the morning over here and cuddle with me, and then yeah, and then. What really changed it was the night. Remember that me and you were downtown. Mhm. Me and you were downtown, and um, that was the night. Yeah, we took pictures. We were at Beer Garden upstairs, and I I saw him on Grinder <laughs> the night. The night. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, I was thinking, what the heck? I mean, you can't message me, but you're on Grinder. And you say, yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah. I mean, I, I had red flags, too. Like, they couldn't be any more red that my ex said he couldn't post me on anything. Yeah. Because his divorce wasn't final, but yet the girl that he's seen now, he put on Snapchat once that I know of um, that his ex couldn't find out. And I'm like, you know, your ex already knows about me because your daughter told her. And the grandparents were there when we had to give the daughter back to the grandparents. Um, so that was just excuses. And then I never met his parents, which is weird. He's met my mom and my family at a wedding. Um, and we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Couple guys in first class on a flight from New York to Los Angeles. Kind of making small talk, killing time, flirting with the flight attendants. 30,000 feet above could be Oklahoma. Just a bunch of square cornfields and wheat farms, man. It all looks the same. Miles and miles of back roads and highways connecting little towns with funny names. Who'd wanna live down there in the middle of nowhere? They've never drove through Indiana. Bit the man who plowed that earth, planted that seed, busted his ass. 
understand why God made those fly old states. I bet that mile long Santa Fe freight train engineer seen it all. Just like that flatbed cowboy stacking U.S. steel on a three day haul. Roads and rails under their feet. Yeah, that sounds like a first class seat on the plains of Oklahoma. Sunset in your eyes Like a watercolor painted sky You think heaven's doors have opened You'll understand why God made Those flyover states Take a Too many 
And the thing that really gets me Is how your memory drowns a whiskey Touching you A whiskey's supposed to drown the memory I've gone from one to one too many And the thing that really gets me Is whiskey's supposed to drown the memory I've gone from one to one too many And the thing that really gets me Is how your memory drowns a whiskey Yeah, the thing that really gets me Is how your memory drowns a whiskey
home-cooked meals for me to try or, you know, showing me videos of them hanging out on Easter or whatever. Um, that's confusing. That's, that's, I feel like that's, that's confusing. It's like he... He's trying to string you along, and I feel like that. I feel if that's what if that's what I would feel like to me. If a guy says he can't introduce you to his family, but he's like was like sending you pictures of or bringing you his mom's food, I feel like he's he's manipulating you, stringing you along because he's bringing you his mom's food, and you, it's it's making you think, oh, he cares. That's what that's what I would think. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that makes me cares. He's trying. He's gonna maybe one day, you know, let me get me his mom, maybe. But I feel like he's stringing you along in in mm-hmm. play. Yeah. And so unfair. He kept saying, one day, one day, um, oh, well, the divorce would be final. Like, it's almost been a year. And and then his ex even asked what where I was one time for an event um, for his daughter. He's like, where's Amy? And <laughs> he's like, oh, I didn't invite her. So it had nothing to do with his ex. I mean, he's just making stuff up. Exactly. Um, for a reason for not posting me. And um, I think it's because he wanted to look single in front of other girls that he was talking to or Snapchatting and um, wanted to keep them in his back pocket. He wasn't being fully committed to me. And then um, I'm not sure about that. You know, the parents not meeting me. Um, but, you know, we'd go on trips and he's posting, but he's not posting who he's with. So, like, yeah. who does your parents think you're with? Do you say, I'm with my friend? I mean, that's offensive because I'm your girlfriend. You introduce me as your girlfriend to all your friends. Yeah. And... I mean, I'm posting you. He never said anything about me posting him on my social media. Um, but I never made my profile picture, him and I. I wonder if he would have told me to take that down. But if he did, that would have been sketchy. Um, but I did post him on my social media. But then he didn't always like it. Mm-hmm. So that that that, so, that that that's just that that is so confusing. I mean, that that's like that's why I think it's really confusing, you know. Mhm. Because he like, so he likes you, and did he let you stay with him too? Oh yeah, we were practically yeah. living together. I mean, I that's, had my own house, but I was always staying with him, and he was always like, if I wasn't there, he's like, where are you at? And I'd be at the gym or something. And um, he had my location. He had the code to my phone. I didn't have that for him, though. And he was very private with his phone. Exactly. See, that's something that me and you have, have it, well, have in common. Whenever, you know, I was talking to the last person I was talking to, my location was actually on. His was not. So he mm-hmm. could see where But I could never see where he was. But I didn't. I just was like, you know, it's. I don't know. I I I don't put myself in my okay. So that's just I don't know. I don't really know. And it's crazy because that doesn't make sense. I put myself that in my head that it's okay that he can know where I'm at, but I don't have to know where he's at. You know. Right. And I just never wanted to start a fight by me saying, "Well, you have my location and code. 
I think I should have yours as well. I should have said that and just seen what he would say or his reaction, but I'm the type where I don't want to start a fight. I don't want to mention something unless I feel it 100% needs to be mentioned, which, you know, if there was like another girl's name that popped up on his phone, I've pointed that out before and he got mad and defensive. And, you know, my past experience with a guy, he was talking to those girls or trying to, you know, like just kind of keep them in their back pocket in case something happened with yeah. us. Or they were cheating, like in my one of my um, other relationships, he admitted to cheating and using Snapchat um, to cheat. Really? So, um, okay. Yeah. So, so with, with your past, with your last relationship, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. With your last relationship, what would you do if you knew everything you knew now and you were to go back in time but you had the information that you had now? What would you have done? What would you do? Um, if you knew I everything. Would sit down with him. You know, I wouldn't just start arguing with him, but I would say, hey, um, you have the code and location, my location to my phone. I think it's only fair as a couple that I have yours as well. And if he refused to, then I wouldn't accuse him of cheating, but I would just simply change my code and not share my location with him because it's not fair. Um, Yeah. And if he got really mad and defensive and just, you know, he made a huge deal of it, then I would say, well, are you seeing someone, you know, like, why are you acting like this and getting so mad over a simple question? Because it it is only fair. Um, It is. It's also, okay, the other issue. Um, I won't. We won't mention. I won't mention names. But the issue of kissing friends on the cheek. Would you have? Uh, would you have? I mean, if you know all that, you, well, let's say you you went to a psychic and she told me told you everything that ha- that was going to happen. And so now you're you're starting the relationship, and now you but you know what's already going to happen. And the friend that kissed you know kissed your ex on the cheek and took a picture. You know, you know, like you know everything. What would you, what would, what, what would your approach be for that friend? And what do you think about that relationship? Um, my reaction that night wasn't overreacting by me saying anything ugly or you know, physical. I just grabbed my purse and walked out to my car and take, took a deep breath. And kind of, like, went through my head, like, is this something to get upset over? Is it not? Like, but, um, you know, I went back in, and she could tell I was upset, and she had a conversation with me. He didn't. He just sat there on his phone, and she basically said, um, you know, oh, well, that that was wrong of me, kiss him on the cheek and take the the photo, which I don't know who they sent it to. Um, but if I ever do anything like that, like you, you 
can tell me that I'm stepping out of line. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I, it sounds crazy. I was I, just like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So much goes through my head. I try to reason everything um, instead of overreacting or having a. Um, That's smart. Yeah, like, I don't want to do anything stupid. Like, I think if I did do something crazy, like, you know, like some girls would just literally throw a drink in another girl's face or something like that. Like, you know, I I didn't do that because she's a friend that was hanging out with us. But at the same time, we were trying to take her out because her boyfriend broke up with her. So we're trying to make her feel better. But in the process, She's stepping out of line and flirting with him and kissing him on the cheek and sending the photo to someone in front of me and expects me to be okay with that. And, I I mean, I had to ask this um, question about me, Mm -hmm. whether I I stepped out of line or not um, by storming out of the bar. I had to ask that to several people. and, and. you know, their opinion and people that um, would give me their real answer. Like there's some people that just want to say whatever you want to hear and say, oh, that was totally wrong. I ask people that would just be straight up blunt with me. Yeah. Like, hey, did I overreact by storming out of the bar that night? Um, and they were like, no, um, you had every right to be upset. Um you know, no, she didn't, like, make out with him, but she's kissing him on the cheek, sending the picture to someone. That person could be unaware that he has a girlfriend. I don't know who this person was. Mm-hmm. But they could be unaware that he has a girlfriend, and they're thinking, oh, that's cute. Y'all are cute. Y'all are on a little cute date, you know, and that leads to them thinking they're a couple, and that's not okay, and that's not cool. Um so um, you can have female friends as long as you're open about them and, you know, and I don't really think, you know, if you've done anything with them in the past, if you have a girlfriend or boyfriend and mm-hmm. you've done something with a friend in the past and they're still your friend and you talk to them every day, I don't think that's okay either because you already have a sexual experience with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can be friends with them but not hang out with them and not talk to them every day. Um, I'm all about respect. And if you disrespect me, that's a problem. And I probably, um, you know, was more patient than some females. Because he did have a couple friends that he slept with and that he kept up with on social media. Um, Wasn't sleeping with them anymore, um, but would talk to them through social media. And, yeah, he's being open and telling me, but at the same time, you had sex with them more than once at some point. And I cut off all people that I've ever slept with. Um, and, you know, I mean, he, it's almost like it was being thrown in my face that he still talked to them. Um, I, yeah, he's he's telling me he's not keeping it a secret, but you're laying in bed and you're snapping another girl that you used to 
have sex with. That I mean, I I wasn't doing that to him. Um, a guy friend that I slept with at one point two years ago, I'm not laying in bed sapping him right in front of my boyfriend's face. That's um, um, but as far as a girl that kissed him on the cheek, yeah, she started texting and sapping him more than usual um, during that period of time during her breakup. And it it was just crossing boundaries, like, okay, y'all are friends, but this is too much. And I, I really tried. I tried to be friends with her, and it was hard for me to be fake. So the next few times we hung out, I didn't really speak to her. I spoke, you know, just casually, but I think she knew I didn't like her getting in between our relationship. And that may have been one of the causes for our breakup. It was, I don't think it was a hundred percent. Um, I think it was a reason for him to break up me. I think, he had been thinking about it for a few weeks, and this was his reason to break up with me, like, that he kind of gave me. It was, it was really the only reason that he could even think of. Um, yeah. So then I was left lost, like, okay, well, if you've been thinking about it for a few weeks, why? Like, you couldn't tell me why. I I, I think that, like, you know... When you're dating someone and you have a, a best friend um, or a friend, I think there's always going to be, you know, things that – there's things that you do and things that you don't. And I think if you're a friend and your friend's dating someone else, kissing them on the cheek, I think that – I think if you're the same sex and it's different – I don't know. I feel like if, if you're if – you're, if you had a, a friend that's a girl and – I don't know. I, I think it's different. It's just different. But if you're a guy, your friend, girlfriend's kissing you and cheeking you have a girlfriend, I feel that that's different too, you know? I feel like that's just something you know. You know better, you know? That's, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, explain that. It's just, it's just Well, common. I didn't do that but, to her ex, you know? Like, no, I wouldn't I, have I, done that I, to her yeah. in front of her. I know. I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying that, like, that's just common sense. You wouldn't do that. And the fact that someone would do that to you, and you have to apologize to them when you didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I don't know if you apologize to, but I feel like you may have sort of a little bit, but you didn't do anything wrong. She mm-hmm. she disrespected you, and your man he didn't care. He was he was he was mean. I feel like that's just something you would never do. But yet he had a problem when you're taking a picture with a guy, and he he was like, oh no, or you know. Right, yeah, a a guy friend that um, we hung out with, we were at the beach, and he wanted to take a selfie with him, Mm -hmm. me take a selfie, and um, I was a little hesitant, but I said, okay, so I took a picture, a selfie with him, and my ex kind of snarled at it, and we had our chairs kind of in line at the beach, and we were talking, he goes, oh, you all just need to pull your chairs around in a circle so we can all talk. And me and him weren't flirting. We weren't touching, you know. I mean, we were probably talking about the weather, and he got upset about it. But yet, 
the that girl kissed him on the cheek and took a picture and sent it to someone, and I didn't have a right to be upset. I was supposed to be okay with it. Exactly. Um, but I didn't kiss this guy on his cheek. We took a selfie together, but there was no kissing on the cheek. And I actually didn't even, like, send it to anybody. I just took it to be nice, and I saved it in my phone, and I never put it on the social media, and I never sent it to anyone. I just took it to be nice. And um, there was nothing disrespectful about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But because me and him were sitting there talking about the weather or something silly like that, he was getting upset that we were talking. It's like, okay, I mean, you're being a hypocrite at this point, being very hypocritical. Um, And, um, yeah, um, (laughs) It's a double. It's a double standard because yeah, you you do kiss his cheek in the picture. No, it's just take a picture of him. It's a double standard, and he he let a girl kiss his face, and then he didn't even have the audacity to even come to you and be like, oh, "I'm so." He didn't even do that, or he didn't no. come to me. She did, and she knew what she was doing. She was. She was asserting herself and her dominance in the relationship of whatever they have going on. And I mm-hmm. think that's stressful to you. And he didn't even have the balls to even do anything. You know, to no. like, Yeah, I just think. I grabbed my purse and walked out to my car. I mean, I could have been having a medical emergency. And he never yeah. once came out there to check on me to see if I was okay. I mean,. Anything could have been wrong. I could have gotten a phone call that my a family member passed away for all he knows. Um, but I went out to my car, and he never came out there. And he Snapchatted me and said, where did you go? And I'm like, I'm in my car. And he said, um, are you coming back in? I said, maybe. And he said, okay. And we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Starts in the story, yours and mine, and the goddamn truth, girl. Two lies that you told me. Say you love me and you hate me. I don't know what to do, girl. One thing's for sure. You can bet that it's happen, baby. I want more, but I need to know. Could you make me a promise to always be honest? Fucked up. You put my heart in a headlock. Usually it's me the only one to make the bedrock. Every dog has his day, every bitch wanna play with me You should be ashamed, cause I would feel the same if I did what you did to me Three sides to the story, yours and mine and the goddamn truth girl Two lies that you told me, said you love me then you hate me I don't know what to do girl One thing's for sure, you can back that ass up and baby I want the 
And that was 321 by 24K Golden. I just love that song because it's so different. And it's like rock meets pop. It's just really different. And um, I like different music because I'm a, I write music myself, actually. Um, anyway, stay tuned for more music coming up next.
she does it all, Nicki Minaj. Um, she's so iconic. Um, so this song is so inspirational to me. Um, so, you know, I don't, would never wish you, you know, anything bad on anyone who's ever hurt me or, or my exes. But I just think that, you know, there is a law and that just is what it is. And it's not meant to be bad or, you know, hurt anyone. So, um, I just think, you know, this song is just so motivating and so it's so deep and it's so empowering because when you're in a state of getting over a breakup or something like that you can like feel really really low and you can feel like you've lost yourself and so this song even though it might seem like it's mean it helps you get your power back and strength and i just am so you know inspired inspired by that like getting your strength back after you've been through it a lot so just meditate on this song and just, you know, feel empowered. You don't have to think about anything really bad to anyone. Just feel empowered and feel strengthened. So I'm, I'm coming, up, coming up next, sorry, is my favorite artist, Nicki Minaj. Firebirds. Only on Nick's Radio Podcast Network.
then did not even check on me. Exactly. Um, and I so see. later, after or during our breakup, he said that, um, you know, I overreacted to that. He's like, yeah, you overreacted to her kissing me on the cheek. And um, and then he even brought up the day we helped her move. And we helped her move out of her ex-boyfriend's place. And that was the day after. I was tired. She kept us, kept us up all night, like at the bar. And we drove separate vehicles because I had things to do that morning. But I went over there to help her move. I pulled out a um, rolling suitcase and put, like, all her bathroom stuff in the suitcase. Him and two other female friends um, helped her with clothing. And at one point, I was really tired. And I took a break and, like, sat on the couch and just put my head on my hands and snoozed for, like, a second. Mm -hmm. But then I woke back up and continued to help put stuff in the suitcase. Well, later on during the breakup, that was mentioned again. He said, well, you went and sat on the couch and um, slept and and wasn't helping. I'm like, I didn't even have to go over there and help. Like, I used my own car, my own gas. Um, she kept us up till 3 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did that on the goodness of my heart. Um, and he even said something about that. Like, I didn't even have to go over there and help, but I did. Mm-hmm. And I was tired. Um, so, I mean, he had something to say about everything at that point. Um, mm-hmm. it just seemed I- like, okay, who's, who's your girlfriend at this point? Is it me or is it her? Mm-hmm. But I mean, ever since we broke up, um, they've been going places, taking pictures together, you know, just plastering all over social social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically throwing it in my face that you know she's single and he's single. Well, you know, apparently, um the word on the street is that he's dating someone now and it's only been about six weeks since we broke up. Yes. Yeah. That's like so soon. Mhm. Like you told me you loved me. Um I was making future plans with me right before we broke up, but yet you're now in another relationship. What what do you what do you think? Honestly, what do you think was the um, reason for the breakup? Like, honestly, or do you know? Um, I don't know. Different things go through my head. That maybe he was bored. Maybe he had cheated and got a taste of that. And just wanted to be with other people. Um, I I don't think it had anything to do with anything that I did, because I think I was, like, not only, like, improving myself as far as looks and um, just doing more for him, like, you know, I was going the extra mile, like, um, 
I started buying things for the apartment and um, buying food and um, to cook groceries. Um, just doing doing more than usual. Um, so, I mean, sometimes I guess you can be too much for someone. Oh, yeah. Maybe, honestly, I I think, I don't think it was you at all. I think he's going through something. You know, I think, I think, I think a lot of guys have, have trouble expressing what, how they really feel through words. You know, that's why um, many people are always trying to figure out, you know, many girls, I should say, and guys who are trying to figure out, you know, guys, because sometimes they don't communicate with words. So you're, like, trying to figure someone out, but they don't always express themselves through the way they talk. They just express themselves by their, by their actions. And I think a lot of times, you know, as people, we, we look at people, what people, what people say, and we take that as value, but actually it's about also what people do. And I think that's, that's what people sometimes don't do. Like, you know, with the guy I was talking to, for example, he was, um, he never... He said he made all these promises, but never really did anything. So really, if I was looking at the way he talked through his actions rather than the way what he was saying, he was saying he didn't really care. You know, if you so if you go back and look at John what he did and see and and translate that into into like him talking rather than what he was actually saying through words, I think that mm-hmm. that's what someone really is saying. So if you were to go back and look at all the things that John did. What do, you, do you, what do you what do you think he was really communicating? Not what he was saying, but as far as what he was doing. Um, I think he liked not being alone and having someone there, but at the same time, he might have been using me a little bit. I like, think he yeah, did love me. Well, I'm, all I'm all I'm saying is look at what he did translate what he did mm-hmm. into, into the way he felt. So if he, if he, like, he, he said he bought you dinner sometimes. He mm-hmm. didn't buy you a gift for your birthday. He but his friend kissed him on the cheek. He, mm-hmm. I'm sure he was nice sometimes, I'm sure. He yeah, didn't, I mean. Didn't, didn't introduce, introduce you to his family. I mean, I'm, I'm right. Saying, that, I mean, that, that, those are important things. Like <laughs> he did things like you know, rub my back or get out a heating pad for my back or, you know, oh I'm thirsty. Oh babe, sit down. I got it. I got it. You know. Um, but, he, but but wait, after he did that, did he ever like after he did like something nice? Did he ever like try to get something from me or did he do it like and then that was genuine? Like did he like did he do it and then like suggest? Oh, we should do something, or oh, we should go on the boat, or did he ever do that? Like right, like right, to, like close to the in proximity to to that. Did he ever mention that? How? I mean, like if he rubbed my back, he did want me to rub his. It was never, I'm just gonna rub yours, and then you can just relax and go to sleep. Um, he wanted. I back. mean, I always rubbed his back, and. You know, sometimes 
you know, you just want to be spoiled for the night and not have to do anything back. But he always made it out like, well, I rubbed your back and you can rub mine. And I always rubbed his a little bit longer than he did mine. Um, I mean, and then, you know, I don't know, sometimes, and I don't have a problem with us both paying for things. I don't feel like a guy or girl should pay for everything. So if we went out for lunch that day, I'd pay for lunch and maybe dinner, he'd pay for that. Or if we went bowling and went um, to the movies, I'd pay for the bowling, he'd pay for the movies. Like, you know, we both Mm -hmm. did. Um, He wouldn't really make me feel like I had to, but um, I felt like it was the right thing to do because we both had jobs. Um, But, um, I mean, I, I I did a lot of stuff like surprised him, like, bought him something and like hid it in the laundry room and he'd go put his clothes in the laundry room to be washed and I'm like no 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 like don't go in there and he's like what's in there and I'm like all right you can open it and it was a surprise you know whether it was a holiday or not like I always did stuff like that for him but you know I thought well maybe like you know Maybe, like, next week, he'll just think on a random day, like, okay, well, I didn't get her anything in return on this specific holiday, but (laughs) let me go and get her, like, her favorite perfume or, you know, just think outside the box and get me something, um, like I said earlier in the conversation, like, pick some flowers off the side of the road and get a vase from the dollar store. I mean, yeah. that would have put a smile on my face. Um, yeah. I mean, Father's Day, I bought him a fishing pole. Father's Day was a hard day for me, and I don't feel like he made me feel any better. Like, he knew it was a hard day because my, my dad passed away two years ago. I'm sorry. I'm so and sorry. He, and he didn't, I don't know, he didn't seem sympathetic at all. Um, but yet, you know, I went out and got him a very nice fishing pole for Father's Day. He'd been showing me a fishing pole that he liked, um, online and I remembered what it was and I went out and bought it for, for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, he never really did anything thoughtful for me, but, I, but I was, numbed all that you know and I when you love somebody and everything else is going good um other than that you just kind of shove it aside and say well okay well maybe maybe the next holiday I'll get something or you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah things things are kind of going downhill um the the month before we broke up and so so some from, from your past relationship and this this the new one that you're gonna that you're about to embark on I don't maybe with mm-hmm. this person one what things are you gonna do differently that you think that are simple 
or? I think I'm not going to tell them too much about my past relationships because they're going to think, oh, well, she's going to be that way with me. She's going to buy me this and she's going to take me there. I don't have to do anything for her. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I think it's a horrible yeah. idea. I honestly, I've noticed that every time I am on a date out and I tell someone about past relationships and what someone else did to me, they they do. They, I don't know. How, I don't know how to explain it, but they, they do the same thing. It's weird. Like if I'll say, I'll say like my ex used me or something like that for money, and then I know that they'll they'll do similar things, and so I, I've I've noticed. I've learned not to to do that anymore, not to say anything about what anyone did to me, because I, so that way they won't, you know, or if I said someone made me mad, my ex made me mad by doing something, they'll do this exact same thing that my ex did mm-hmm. that made me mad. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because I told them, it's just, it's like they'll, they'll mirror whatever I told them, and I, I just learned them not, not to. Right. But, yeah, you think by quiet. telling them yeah. that they won't do it, you know, yeah. oh, well, I know what not to do. But yeah, then because... I think, in some <laughs> twisted way, they think, okay, well, I can do that to her, and she's <laughs> going to beg for me back, yeah. or she's still going to be with me if I do this to her. Like, that's just, she's basically telling me what type of person she is. So I don't yeah. need to do that. Um, I, I also kind of read where you don't need to talk about your ex on a first date. I mean, whether we've already chatted yeah. about my ex yeah. or his ex, but on a date, face-to-face date, don't talk about your ex. I guess it could seem like you still have feelings for them or you're not over them, and then they're going to feel like, oh, gosh, well, now I have to compete, um, or I want them thinking about me when they mm-hmm. when I um, end the date, and but yet I'm afraid they're still thinking about their ex. Um, yeah. And you also don't want to make them – feel like you're only out with them to make their ex jealous, to make your ex jealous. True, 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 yeah. Um, so, um, also, um, I mean, as far as pain, I guess, you know, it'd be nice if they offered to pay. I, no, this is, this, this, I did a podcast about this. I honestly, I, okay, I will never, I typically will not go on a date again with the person again if I pay for the first date. I that's crazy. I just won't because I know I know I don't I don't know why. I know you you probably will will be different differently on that. But I just if, if I go on a first date and I'm paying, I probably won't won't go on again. I mean, there might be an exception, but I probably won't go on another date. What about you? Do you think that you should, do you think that you should pay on the first date? No, I I don't think so. Um, maybe offer like if you go play pool or something, like offer, hey, like I'll go, I'll get us around a round of drinks and. I, I can see it. I can, I'll tell you my pay reason. for the the pool games or something like that. But like the first initial dinner um, or event that you go to, like no. I'll tell you the reasoning why why I say that because people, especially I, I, lots of guys. I, I don't know. 
the, so like if, if if you go on a first date and they um pay for you or if you pay for them, they'll think it's a habit. They'll think, oh, he or she mm-hmm. she has but she has money. Okay, what she if you pay, say they pay for everything, they're like, they, oh, she has she has it going on. So 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 do this next time, and then you'll do it next time, and you create a habit of them expecting that, and it, it's like it creates this idea that they're going to be doing the the whole relationship, and then. Or you're gonna be you're gonna be paying for it the whole paying for them their whole relationship, and then if they're you know you you're gonna lose interest or you know or or they're gonna but mm-hmm. if you if you let them pay at least the first time, it it like then if you want to pay sometimes that's different, but if if you're paying the first time and you pay for for the pools and then you pay for the, I mean they're gonna expect that and they're gonna use because you said that mm-hmm. you put the idea of up of, of of that you're gonna be taking care of them and doing everything for them, and that's something I, right. I've had and I've did that in the past. I used to do all these things for people, and people were like, you know, oh, he he did that. Let's see what else what else he'll do. They're like, oh, he did that too. Like oh, he'll do that. Right, he'll do. exactly. Yeah, it creates that habit of them expecting that you're gonna do things for. Them. And I I don't want to give people unrealistic expectations, so I'd rather, you know, start start the date right, you know. And um, yeah, not not do that. Right. So. Or, um, I mean, I took my ex to two football games. He had never been to a football game, mm-hmm. and yep. I took him to two college football games. And you know, I mean, he might have put gas in my car and paid for dinner, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna that say was the I, beginning. I have to tell our viewers this real quick. Now he is twenty nine years old, right? Or how old is he? Thirty one. Thirty one years old. He's never been to a football game. He has a full time job, and he's never watched P O R N. So let, let okay. Now you can get back to your story. <laughs> yes. Um. That was another red flag. Um. I asked him if he had ever watched porn. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. I mean, it's something everyone does. I'm very, very open-minded, very open-minded, yes. Yes. and I th- I think I've been very open with him about things I've done in the past with yeah. other people, and you know, because if you don't tell people this in the beginning, you know, you don't want them finding out later and being like, whoa, you know. So yeah, I mean, not on your first date, but like you know, after a month or so, like, you can kind of tell them more about you instead of waiting, like, you know, almost six months to tell them. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very open-minded, so, um, and he knows that. So, why lie to me? Why I think I'm going to get upset about it? And I asked him, and he said, I've never watched porn. And I, it it really boggled my mind. I mean, yeah, tell him you've never been to a college football game, that's one thing. And maybe like that you've never been to a strip club. I don't believe you know I don't, I don't, most I don't guys have. <laughs> I guys have when you're I I I've I've never been a police officer or a law enforcement person. But I feel like when you're around lots of guys, they're gonna be like, Hey, do you let's let's go to this there and and you're I just feel like that would have happened. I've been to one before. I've been to Two actually before, but like, I I mean, and I've even been into you know women like that. So like, 
I just think that he's been to, I feel like he's walking. I don't know. I just think it's so bad. I mean, mine about something. I mean, definitely the porn because that just, I mean, your phone's at your fingertips. Come on now. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it, I, I just don't believe that. I mean, the strip club thing, I do believe in the football thing, football game thing, but. I, I don't believe any of them. Friends? Do you think any of his friends would have been to a strip club before? Do you think any of his friends, anyone? Oh, yeah, definitely his friends so have I been. I still think one of his friends would be like, hey, let's go to this, or you would have dragged him out, especially if he was just someone that cheats. Seems like they would have dragged him out to one. Or, I, I just don't believe I, I believe that he's lying. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, we started going bar hopping, you know, um, for Joe Kane for Mardi Gras. And he said, you know, I've never been bar hopping. And I couldn't believe that that's, either because I, mean, I, I started going bar hopping when I was 21. Well, see, I feel like he's lying. I feel like he's lying. I feel like he's lying. It sounds like a, maybe, maybe maybe he's never been to like a lot of bars like, you know, like, like that. But I just don't, I just don't, I think it's hard to believe that you, you changed him completely. And that doesn't, I don't know. I just think that's, it just boggles my mind, I guess. Well, and the funny thing is, um, you know, I mean, we'd go out once in a while, like maybe like once or twice a week, and especially when that girl was going to her breakup and she was trying to get us to go out. Like, we, we were going out more than normal. Um, yeah. Because she was just, you know, trying to drown her sorrows away with alcohol and whatever. But yeah. three days after we broke up, He's he went out and yeah. he went out again the next night and the next night and soon started seeing a girl that worked downtown. Um and then I guess when that didn't work out, he's now seen another girl that works downtown and he stays in the bar. Like I as far as I know, no one has told me that he's been fishing or anything that me and him used to do together for fun he has been literally at the bar Mm -hmm. picking up bartenders and that's all he does and hangs out at these girls jobs while they're working and all the friends that he pretty much had that he introduced me to that we would we would go hang out with they haven't been hanging out with him Mm -hmm. oh he also told me he'd never been to a concert before I just think that's so, lies. It's like it just sounds like a lie. Yeah. And we, I got a group together and said, "Hey, we're going to go to a concert." Um, so we went to a concert in Orange Beach, and it was a group of us. And um, I put that together for everyone, and we all had a great time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I told me never been to a concert, but yet now, um. You know, he's going out all the time, um, apparently. But, I mean, I'm starting to not care anymore. Um, and I'm moving on and talking to new people. But I just don't want to put myself in the same, same predicament and be too trusting and too and not, you know, I've never been naive, but I don't want to um, be vulnerable, I guess, and then 
say, oh, she's going to break up. Uh, I'm going to tell her everything that she wants to hear and mention all these things we're going to do. But once I get her in the palm of my hands, I'm going to break her heart. And I need to tread lightly with the next That's person. I just, I think, I think literally the best thing you should do is to not give your heart away because I think once someone has that power over you, they can push you. They, you might as well give them, give them your wallet because they can, they have you. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think that you should not give your heart away because that's the point. I just think it's like, you should trust, but you shouldn't, you should, you should always have that distance. Until years, because and I know it sounds awful and sounds unrealistic, but it's like if you don't do that, then then the person they basically manipulate you, use you, and then when when you guys you break up, you'll you'll feel really bad because you actually put your heart into it and you gave your heart and you were vulnerable. They weren't. They held you to a distance, and and they accepted part of that. Thank you. I think that's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's that's something you should. I think anyone should try to avoid, you know, doing because it's not fun when you when you're having to go through things alone and the other person, you know, half and then and they're they're like, you know, you know, they're happy living right. their life. And it, they really didn't care. They were invested at all. They're right. just invested. invested and in I think he wasn't used to someone being good to him because he, he would mention you know, the girl. Before me, um, well, not, not not even as ex-wife. I mean, I think she did some things for him, but he married. probably did more for her. Yeah, they were married. Um, but then the girl after her, before me, um, I don't think she ever did anything for him. Um, I had heard that he loaned her money to buy a car, and used his credit card to get a phone but never paid him back but yet when she would play these games and not want to talk to him apparently he would try to like chase after her and even though she wasn't doing anything for him um, but maybe sex or companionship when she wanted it um, he was like chasing after her and I don't know why we tend to want shitty people, people that don't do anything for us. Um, we pull back from the people that are doing more for us. And when she would block him on social media, you know, um, I mean, this is in the beginning of our relationship, so I felt like I had no right to really say anything, I guess because they were kind of friends at this point. You say, quote, friends, but I don't consider it much of a friendship. He was, like, trying to hold on to something with her. Maybe not date her, because he was starting to date me, but hold on to her as a friend and somebody he would talk to occasionally. And I was trying not to be the jealous girlfriend, so I just, said okay we all aren't doing anything anymore sexually that's fine y'all talk which I don't know some people would beg to differ um but I felt like he 
I don't know what he was holding on to with this person because they really didn't have much to offer him. Mm-hmm. And I have tons to offer him and mm-hmm. would do so much for him. And not even like gift wise, but like when he was really sick and had really bad migraines, I took the initiative, made him a doctor's appointment, set up the whole insurance, like, you know, to find out what he needed to pay for a copay. And I went with him to both his doctor's appointments. He had two. One was a consultation and the other was an MRI. And I legitly cared. Like, I wanted to make sure he didn't have a tumor. And the doctor even looked at him and said, she cares about you. Like, you may not want to get this MRI done, but she cares about you. And everything wound up being fine. He didn't have any um, tumors. He was just put on some medication. But I feel like the more I did for him, the more I cared, the more he he pulled back. And he he wanted the shitty people that didn't care. I don't know how that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It's it's a bad boy. People like, you know, like happy boys, girls with a bad boy. They're like the guy that's the one that's, you know that's, that's mysterious. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. He, he likes the girl that doesn't that's, that's mean to him, that treats him like shit because she's mysterious. Yeah, and it's, you know, what, what you get from that, I don't know, but it's it's like, you know, I, I, I guess I think guys guys are people love doing stuff. They do. People actually give in to people that do stuff. They, they get bored. I think sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's, and I mean, I think to myself, like, should I have just been mean to him? Should I have just started being mean? Like, but that's not me. Unless somebody really upsets me, does something to upset me, I'm not mean. Um, It takes a lot to make me mean. But, I mean, this girl, you know, he would be like, well, you know, $20 a month would be nice to pay me back. And he would show me the messages. And she'd be like, uh, no, fuck you, basically. Um, you'll get it when you can or, or you know, when I can give it to you or um you know, all these excuses. And mm-hmm. then she'd block him and then he would later mention, Oh, I think she unblocked me. Like, why do you care? Like she's not paying you back. Like, she doesn't do anything for you. She has not cared about you. But yet, you're more concerned about her unblocking you on social media. It, it's the thrill of the challenge. People, people, people like people. They don't like them. I don't know why. Like a thing. They don't want money um, that's good, good to them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, um, I talked about this before. So, like, um, I I never talked about it with you, but I'll tell you real quick. So, like, growing up, people people thought their idea are. You know, they're just from from child from their childhood. So like, basically, like if you were in a household that was very chaotic, your your love your ideal of love would be someone that's very chaotic. If you loved, like if you were if you were always needing approval from your your dad or whatever, and he never gave you approval, uh, and you grew up, or if your mom never gave, gave you approval. You, you would you would fight you would date someone and you would look for people that didn't give you approval subconsciously mm-hmm. because like like 
if he never got attention at home or his parents hated him, he would look for someone that hated him or that and that didn't really treat him right. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's kind of like what you mirror. You mirror what you're the way you're or brought maybe up. like a family, you know, didn't have a lot of money to buy him things or like he had a fight for attention because he had other siblings. Yeah. And he that's what he um expected as an adult, you know, for people not to do anything for him yeah, and treat exactly. him like that. And so yeah. not yeah. that his family treated him bad. I don't think they did, but um I don't think he got like a lot of attention. Exactly. And that's kind of what he mirrors. Yeah. Right. As an adult and expected out of a relationship is not having anything given to him, not, you know, being surprised with gifts or, um, you know, because when he was having these bad headaches, he would tell his mom or his dad and they wouldn't even suggest him going to the doctor. They're just like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, like. They never once said, you know what, you've got to go to the doctor. Like, hey, let me make that appointment for you. Nothing like that. And I took the initiative to do that for him to make sure he was okay. And then when he told his family he was going to the doctor, he didn't tell them that his girlfriend made the appointment. He acted like he did. And so they were, like, surprised that he was going. They were, like, shocked. Really? And, yeah, and he never once said, well, my girlfriend made the appointment for me. Um, so, I mean, no, I didn't want credit. I didn't, I didn't want any credit for it, but it would have been nice for his family to know that he had somebody that genuinely cared about him. And, but they'll never know. They'll never know me. They'll never know everything I did for him. He'll probably introduce this new girl to to them and think she's just perfect, whatever, and never know anything really about me, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I. Yeah. Um. Well. We have talked so much about relationships today and yes. <laughs> ways, ways to improve on relationships and then, you know, things, what we're not going to do when we get into our next relationship. And then, you know, like also, oh, I forgot one thing, one thing real quick, letting people use our stuff, letting people use our cars. Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What is something that you've learned recently about that? Um... I never down anybody else's job or vehicle or anything like that. I mean, if you're at least out there trying, you could work at Burger King and it's fine. Like as long as you are out there trying. Um, But if you constantly want to use my vehicle Mm -hmm. and not offer to put gas in it, or if something's wrong with it, like you're, slamming on brakes all the time in it and you don't offer to help out with brand new brakes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a problem. So mm-hmm. it would be nice for someone to have a vehicle um, or a vehicle that we could drive around in and use mine as well. Um, 
So, because um, it's not fair to just put wear and tear on one vehicle because it's we, not- um, you know, did a lot of, um, I wouldn't say a lot of traveling, but went on a couple of vacations and then, you know, the beach and just here, there and everywhere um, using my vehicle. So, um, also to not give them money to buy a vehicle or put anything in your name. Um, I mean, because if they stop paying on it, that could hurt your credit. Or they would just expect you to pay for it. I don't know. But I know that I would never do that. That's never happened with me. But, um, yeah. I mean, do things for people, but don't overdo it because then yeah. they will expect it and they'll feel like they don't have to do anything for you. Yes, yes. It's like, it's kind of like your job. When you <laughs> when they hire you, I mean, I think it's kind of different, but like when they, when they hire you, um, you don't want to like, <laughs> you know, you don't want to do everything the first, I mean, I mean, you kind of do, I guess. I mean, but you don't want you don't want to be like Superman the first day, and then they're or Superwoman the first day, and then they're gonna right. like, oh my God, Amy's gonna do this and she's gonna work she's gonna work overtime and she's gonna you know be dedicated you know every day. Mm-hmm. They're gonna expect it and they're gonna like and then you don't want to like be always available because they're gonna, if they if someone, if someone someone calls out they're gonna be like oh call Amy oh. to say yes put her on schedule you know. You you want to just right. take baby yeah and go yeah you don't want to do everything like. That you know, yeah, yeah. right. That, well, like for instance, like with my job now, um, yeah. they asked me to stay over on Friday to work an event, and I said yes. So they gave me a break, and I went back and worked. And then they were very appreciative, um, very thankful. So I did an awesome job. But then I got a text last night asking me to work early this morning, like 6 (laughs) a.m. I was out on a boat last night. And I was honest. I said, you know, I'm out on a boat. I don't know what time I'll be home. I don't have my vehicle. I rode with someone else. They said, okay, it's fine. Have fun. Because I already helped them out the other night, but I wasn't, you know, like, oh, okay, well, gosh, I feel obligated. They're you know, and they earn extra brownie points, like, I'd rather be honest than not get home on time, not wake up in my own bed, and then be late after I told them that, you know, or not show up, because I'm sleeping, (laughs) Um, because I told them that I would be there, so I was just honest, and they said, okay, you know, but they're remembering when I did help out the other night. Yeah during this time but yeah you don't want to do too much because then like like you said with a job because you get burnt out and it could be the same with a relationship yeah. you're like oh whew, like I feel burnt out now like now I have to one-up myself for the next night I've got to you know do more yeah impress them more and really, and, it's, it's kind of your fault in a way if if you do that, you know. If you give, if mm-hmm. you're let's try to impress the, per- the person you're on a date with, and you buy them flowers every day or whatever, 
I mean, you wouldn't do that, but if you did, the person you would get tired, you would get burnout because that's like, it costs you a lot of money, and you would blame the person that you're dating, and then you would want to pull back because you're don't you're overexerting yourself, but it's you that's doing that. So you you want to mm-hmm. take things low and don't like put put all put, like put all your eggs don't don't do that. You want to like take things slow. And um, right, yeah, because if you do that, the person basically. It's controlling you in a way because if if you if you give in to one thing that they want and then you give in to another another thing that they want, then they then they they feel like they they can manipulate you easily. They'll they'll be like, oh, well, can we do this? And they know you'll say yes because you gave in to the little things that they want, and they'll go they'll start with small things. It's a, it's, a, it's a manipulation strategy. They'll start with small things to get you to do the, those small things, and if mm-hmm. and um, and if you do those small things. They'll move them, move move them up to bigger things, and it's right. more. Yeah, so you want to not do that. You want to be be as be, show that you're interested, but not but don't use money as as a way to show that you're interested in in the person. Right. You can like, send them a text maybe, but don't don't do money. Mhm. Not at first. Right. Unless you're um, pursuing, sure, I think you can. Yeah. Well, you know, and then like my ex would say, oh. Gosh, we are out of paper towels, you know, and I'd go get some the next day. You know, I'm using them as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like after that point, I was expected to buy the paper towels <laughs> every yeah, time. It's smart. He seems like, well, Amy bought paper towels. Hmm, what else can we do get her to buy? Or amount of food, or oh my gosh, I want to. I'm going to buy something and use my credit cards. Oh, but Amy doesn't like that, so she'll buy it for me. It's you know, it's mm-hmm. it's. it's it's those things, it's small things, you know, and then you think that the person, you think the person really, you know, um, generally it just needs your help, but they really don't. They get into this habit form, this, this new habit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of like, oh, they're obviously, they're not doing without now. I can guarantee yeah. you the new person they're seeing isn't buying paper towels and toilet paper and laundry detergent and cleaning products um, and folding their laundry. But yet they are still buying those things themselves without any problems. So, exactly. you know, they're not going without toilet paper. Exactly. They're, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they may realize, wow, that was great that she was buying all that. And now I have to do it myself. Now I have um, to do it myself. And, and you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that wraps up our conversation for our podcast. Thank you so much, Amy, for being my podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It was nice talking to you. And up next, we have some music coming on my podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you. Bye, Amy. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up our show. We had a lot to talk about on this podcast. It was pre-recorded, if you couldn't tell. Um, um, it was pre-recorded, but it was like still a great show, and I um, I love doing the podcast. Um, up next, we'll have like maybe one or two more songs, and I want you guys to have the best you know week this week and every week, and just you know just have a good week. All right. So these songs are gonna set your week, um, set your mood for the week. Actually, all right. Everyone take care, and I will see you guys next week, next Sunday. Bye.
Sydney, I love you, good night!